Welcome to Hardcore Honeys, where we take our full court NBA hottest takes. And we got featuring Jade and Penny with your moderator, TJ, who will just try to keep control with these two while we go with our fans, subscribers, listeners. Got a new episode coming here today. Um, we got Penny here. Um, Jade, she will not be here this week. She's got some other things going on, but don't worry, she'll be back. But in her spot, uh, we have Jamal. Thank you. Hey, what's going on, everybody? For today. Greatly appreciated. Last second, too. So glad you can slide in for us. That was great. Um, uh, just so we start get to know about you a little bit, uh, anything to plug for yourself right now? Sure. So right now I'm working on an article for the Denver Nuggets um, and their play for the recent parts of the last few weeks before the quarantine has shut basically the whole league down. I'm trying to focus on whether the Nuggets are true contenders or are they just pretenders. Okay. Is that going to be the title of the article? Yes. And oh, um, just, to, okay. just to keep it simple. Yep. I like that. Simple, but add some pizzazz to it. Okay. Well, this week on the episode, we're going to be talking about um, how the social media has affected the league, how it's molded to now what it is today. So uh, just start off right away. Um, Penny, what's your favorite social media app to check out anything basketball related? Uh, actually, there's two, Twitter and Instagram. Instagram are your two go-to? Yeah, yeah my go-to's, yeah. I, uh, follow, I follow a few players on both. Twitter and Instagram, and some of them are really fun. Some are not. But either way, uh, social media is great for everybody. Um, is there a particular, uh, like, what particular players do you follow? Uh, you got to follow Shaq. I follow D. Wade, LeBron, of course, Steph Curry, uh, Justin Winslow, a lot of Heat players. Well, of course, you're a Miami Heat person. Yep. Yeah, but the one you have to follow is Shaq. He's super funny. Shaq's great. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, Jamal, same question. So, what social um, to get your NBA stuff? Which social media form outlet are you going to? So I so I also follow Twitter as well. There's a lot of great great material out there. Um, I also do Facebook as well. You can't find. I do find some things on Instagram, but I mainly stick with Facebook and Twitter. But Twitter is probably my my main go to right now. Yeah. I feel like that one is the one where you can get the fastest stuff. Fastest I'm surprised. Stuff. I'm surprised you said Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. There, there are there are a couple of players who um I've seen here and there who have posted some some things on Facebook. So I try to follow um as many outlets as I can to try to get more info. Probably the '90s player. <laughs> well, I'm uh, thinking also how with um uh how Facebook now owns like everything. Right. You mm -hmm. log into any kind of even messaging app, anything. So I could see Facebook. Yeah, I could see a lot from the Facebook realm because it's got its own little umbrella of things. Um, uh, next thing we're going to... Who does it affect more, social media? The league or the players? Jamal, we'll throw that to you first. Um, I would probably say it affects the league because I think when social media was first created... Um, you kind of had like the league wanted to get more in touch with its fans and more with its supporters. So when, when of course, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, when all this came out, the league wanted to get more in touch with its fans to try to get more interactive to see what their thoughts were, 
what did what did they think of the style of play? What do they think of some of the rule changes? What do they think of more of its players interacting with with fans and whatnot? So I think so, so of course it's probably gonna affect players in some way or not, but I think more it's affecting the league and how they interact with their following. <laughs> Penny, what do you agree with uh, Jamal there, or do you think that it's going to be affecting the players more than it does with the league? No, I agree with Jamal. It definitely affects the league. Because I just I, think this mm-hmm. can promote the player's brand if they right. have their own account. Right. So you got to think that that can add the extra endorsement deals with it. Um, yes, with the league, this is a new way for them to promote, so as a whole thing. Right. Uh, but I'm just thinking of also how players um, can get more out with this or can get the, out of the social media because it's all about them. And that's kind right. of what social media is. It's about them. Them, right. But they so, also could get in trouble with social media. So they got to be careful what they, what they post, what, they, what the videos they, they put out, any photos, anything. So it could hurt them as well. Yeah, think about like D'Angelo Russell a couple of years ago with him taping Swaggy P talking about his situations that he was doing uh, right. with uh, Iggy Azalea or yep. not doing with her, we should say. Players, <laughs> <laughs> players. But you know, I also, also want to um, backtrack on that a little bit because um, if you guys remember way back, 92, when um, the Dream Ooh. Team came along. Man, yep. that was... <laughs> That was really the NBA's um, explosion of basically marketing their big-time players. Because as you know, um, the face of the league at that time was Michael Jordan. And when everybody saw his face on there, then then the league started to figure out, okay, now that we we have our our big star here, let's market some of our other stars as well. So I think the NBA is using that platform there to kind of help promote their players across the world. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I guess that gets more um, that international. It gets even more involved with it. That's true. Um, who do you think? So, just with segueing player wise, who do you think has the biggest following on social media today? Like putting all of it together. Uh, oh God, that's easy. Who do you? Th- <laughs> LeBron. LeBron. You think LeBron's got that? The oh, biggest what, with that, without a doubt. Yeah, without that's doubt. he's that, number one. That's not that. only not only basketball wise, but everything politics, his brand, what he's doing with the kids, with the school. He's the everything. next billionaire. Yeah. He's the next basketball billionaire. Him and Jordan. And, yep. And number two, I will put Steph Curry. Steph Curry below that. Yeah. Who would yeah. be your two, Jamal, since we're agreeing with the LeBron? So definitely LeBron, LeBron is top tier. There's there's no arguing that. But also I will put in there uh, Kevin Durant, which I, I've seen a lot lately. Oh god! <laughs> Whether good or bad is up. Is well, up that's the, the thing. Is it good, if good press or bad press? Good followers or bad followers? He's got the followers. Yeah. Yes. That's true. And my next one, I would probably would have to say. Hmm. It would probably be uh, Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. I guess yeah, the reason why that LA scene, especially after last year taking down Golden State, your brand's going to really jump up even more. Yes, and I, I think sometimes he's gotten kind of like a um, 
I wouldn't say like a bad rep, but kind of misunderstood rep because, as you know, yeah. he's a very a very quiet individual. He doesn't really speak much. But now that we see him more, especially uh, during uh, this past year's playoffs, at, when he took Toronto to where it's never been before and to actually win the title, now you see his name, especially out there in the LA market, it's has really it's really taken off. Right. But is he really on social media like that? Like very active? I don't follow him, so I'm not. I'm not sure how so I have he is. Mm -hmm. so I I actually do follow him mm -hmm. um he's not he's not quite as active as LeBron or some of these other big name stars but right. he, when he when he does have time he does he does um metal on um on social media okay okay uh does the social media affect like data like how a player plays like is when someone's given a hard time with Russell Westbrook, do you think, oh, since they were <laughs> giving me a hard time on that on that tweet, am I going to shut them up? Or is it more, are they drowning that kind of noise out, Penny? Oh, that should have been your, one of the questions from last week, uh, Taylor. A conspiracy theory, maybe? Oh, that's a, <laughs> that's a light that, one, yeah. <laughs> that they might be affected by social media? I don't know. It's up to the player how mentally strong they are, if it really affects them or not. Who do you think it would affect then more? I, I would agree with you with uh, Westbrook. Westbrook? Uh, Kevin Durant, those two are very sensitive, according to the medium. Well, uh, I mean, when you have your own burner accounts. <laughs> you kind of set yourself up for that. Yeah. Who else is sensitive out there? I mean, there's people that you would say just, I mean... Uh, DeMarcus Cousins. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, come to mind. Kyrie occasionally claps back. Yeah. Oh, James yes. Harden, yes. James Harden does. Um, mm -hmm. Quietest superstar. Now, quietest superstar on social media. Who do you think, Penny? Uh, repeat that again, Taylor. Quietest uh, player on social media. Kawhi. Like, which which <laughs> major player like isn't on social media or wish you you wish was on more oh man who's not on social media that's a good one but the quietest have to, has to be uh Kawhi. you think Kawhi I, is now the quietest one on social media yeah that i could think of what about you jamal well honestly i'm gonna have to agree but like i said even though Kawhi, i've seen him here and there on social media um as far as just his overall presence on social media, you really just do not hear too much about him. But I think he like he likes to keep that low profile about himself. Right. Yeah. Yeah, keep that quiet assassin animidity to him. Mm -hmm. uh, but so uh we'll just now um a little fun fact with it is um NBA though, out of the four major sports, NBA has the most followers. When it comes not to surprising. I'm not overall. surprised either. Yep. Yep, exactly. So, um, uh, going to swing some blast from the past questions right there. It's just because you were mentioning 92 team there, um, uh, Jamal. So, mm -hmm. how would you think, say, a player like Michael Jordan would handle a social media aspect, Jamal? So he could take it one or two ways. The way that I think he would go. So say for instance, somebody is um is basically clowning him. Well, we had this bad game. As a matter of fact, I got a really good example for you. 
So way back in 93, when they were playing the Knicks in the Eastern Conference Finals, and all this media blow up that he had after going to Atlantic City, right after game one, he was there at Atlantic City until 2.30 in the morning, knowing that he had to play game two about a, a day or so later. And the whole media made this big fuss about it or whatnot. And next thing you know, the Bulls went down to nothing against the Knicks. So to me, a person like Jordan, he would take some of that criticism and he would internalize it. He won't. He probably won't say anything back immediately to, say, a reporter or the media or whatnot. But he'll use that to fuel himself for the next game. And then, as you come to know, game four of that series, he ended up scoring the next for 54 points. So okay. to me, it all it all depends on the player. You don't think you don't think who would have which player Penny would have uh-huh. a burner account? Um, oh, I would say Charles Barkley. Oh, yes. Oh, we'll yes. have a burner account. See, I was thinking that, but at the same <laughs> time, how confrontational he is. Yeah. Like, I've, there's a story um, where he's getting harassed by someone. He's at a casino, and he lost, like, a couple thousand dollars. And they're like, oh. you have a gambling problem, Charles Barkley. And he's like, I can't have a gambling problem. I'm rich. <laughs> so I could feel him just going right at the player. <laughs> kind of similar to say like a Joel Embiid, but not troll it, more just call right. them out. I could see him being the one that's like, I got nothing to hide. I'm going to call you out on it. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I don't think he will handle those social media uh, backlash that well. Oh, In my no. opinion, Barkley would. Yeah, he wouldn't handle it. I mean, he had an entire... Uh, Motto for his shoe back in the day is I am not a role model. And then oh, have yeah. him on social media. I don't know if that would I, be the best. I, I love Barkley personally. I oh, think I so- love him too. He's one of my yeah. all-time favorites. Me too. Yep. Top five. Top five for me with that. Um say what about like a so Dennis engaged. Rodman? Oh, that's that's a that's an interesting one. And especially knowing his quirky personality, I think he would um he would definitely engage fans. Um, be, as far as being confrontational, probably not. But he would def he would definitely give up some laughs. I will say that. Would he be more prominent on Twitter or on Instagram? Instagram. Instagram. I, 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 I was thinking. I, that. I would think Instagram. What about you, Penny? I couldn't hear the question. Um, who? Uh, what would Dennis Rodman like? What would he be on social media? And then. Uh, <laughs> Would it be more Twitter or Instagram he'd be involved with? I, I see him more on Instagram because he's, cra- he's crazy like that. He will post videos, photos of him dressing up. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I, I'm a Bulls fan uh, from the of the 90s, so I watch them every week. And so and you he got will, to see will, all the fun haircuts. Yeah, he will go nuts on Instagram and just replying back to fans who are not who do not agree with him. So I would love for him to have a social media platform if he doesn't already. He would be what, a riot. Yeah. What do you think a Larry Bird social media page, say a Instagram page, would look like? That would he would he have one, Jamal? <laughs> would he have so any I would, social media outlet? So I would say yes, but it'd be very very barren. And I say that because. Larry Larry Bird from the from the tapes that I've watched of I watched him play, he mo- he mostly did his talking on the court. He didn't oh, really do it. In, right, very good trash talker. 
and he really didn't do he really do so in the media. He didn't really do so um, um, outside the game. He was mo- he was more on the court. Mm. Yes, he was. Yeah, he was another one of those play- people that was just uh, like Barkley, just short to the point, but not as much as of a personality as Barkley. So there's the difference with that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, do you think uh, social media for both past and current? Do you think social media for a player can ruin their career? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, without a doubt. One tweet, now? one tweet can ruin their career. One tweet. Definitely. Especially if it's controversial, because we've seen a lot of that in the past with, yeah. the, with, with other sports and other players. We've seen that a lot. Yeah, a lot of players have lost their jobs because of it. Regardless of the talent, like you don't think, say, LeBron says – Oh, wrong thing that is that going to be destroying his career? Remember, Taylor, well, he, LeBron he, is not normal. He's not a normal player. He's not a normal person. He's not normal. That's right. No, he's above everybody else. That that is not going to happen too. to LeBron. Yeah, that's the kicker too, because he's he uh, on his own account. He says some very controversial things that not everybody yeah. agrees with. So yeah. it's a matter of who it is, who's talking. Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it is. I like that. Depending on who's talking with it. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Remember, do you guys follow many teams on Instagram besides, or like on social media besides, like your hometown teams, or because, like, for me personally, I follow my hometown Timberwolves. Uh-huh. Then I also follow uh, the Mavericks, Voicemen of Mavericks, okay. and um, Toronto, I, I like Jade would like this. Shout out to you, Jade. I'm actually I follow Toronto <laughs> on Instagram. I follow them. Uh, she's gonna always hold this against me now. Uh, when she hears it. <laughs> and then I also I've been a fan of Golden State since about 2005, so I follow them too. Um, but those are my go-to ones, Jamal. Mm-hmm. What are your go-to teams you follow with it? Okay, so other than the Nuggets, because I'm literally from the Colorado area, so I always rep them. Mm-hmm. Um, I always follow more of kind of like the up and coming team. So, so I, I say right now, like OKC, I follow them, mm-hmm. and I, I know I'm probably gonna get a lot of a lot of um, crap for this, but yes, I do <laughs> follow. I do. I do follow the Knicks. And it, it it pays it pays it pays me to say it. The train wreck that is. <laughs> <laughs> so it I know. So I it's follow the, the Knicks because friends. yes, I I agree. So I follow the Knicks because when the when the Knicks do well, I think the NBA as a whole does better. I think yeah. you I can agree with me with that. Yeah, so yeah, just, that just to see to see them uh, falter the way they have. Whether it's bad ownership, giving up bad contracts, not agree, not even retaining a head coach for longer than one two years, it's it, it's it's a shame and a travesty because this used to be a very proud franchise. Yeah, and now see where it is now. It's like, will they ever climb out of the depths? See, and that's where we go to our last week, Jamal. We were talking about conspiracy theories. The mm-hmm. next part of that 1985 cold envelope creased corner. Uh, that's why the league the league only benefited from it so it was did they purposely set that in place the league always does well 
when the Knicks are good. Luckily, right now, the NBA has a LeBron James that can just keep the brand going. Right. But usually that Knicks team really brings in the following two. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Very true. So there, there's that conspiracy theory that run, runs all the way back to runs to today, and it's bit them in the butt. That's karma. It's yeah. karma. That's why they're bad. Yeah, it's unfortunate because the Knicks, the Knicks were used to be so much fun to watch and root for. That yes. 90s squad. Yeah. Was that was New York basketball? That was New York basketball. The definition yeah. of it. Yeah. I'd say that the 90s and then swing in the the style of like Stefan Marbury when he played in Rucker Park. Oh yes. Pretty, and then yeah. you're gonna play flashy. Yeah. Oh so, yeah, that's. I can see when the Knicks are good, they're a fun social media page to like. I can get because yeah. it's just the energy from that page is also just comes from the energy that those fans give. So, I mean, and think about it like New York, that is the Mecca. That, I mean, of course, of course, the, the largest city, of course, in the U.S., but when you're talking about sports, the Mecca, it is New York City. Everybody knows this. I mean, the Knicks, Knicks, one of the worst teams. Um, and yet it has some of the most followers out of every single team in social media. Besides, like, Which, maybe minus the Lakers and then Golden State. Um, mm-hmm. They're top three for sure for team most followed. Which, so would then history follow, lay more on that or just being from New York? What do you think? I think it, I th- I think it is the history because... Mm-hmm. I- like I said, New York, like New York, is a very a very proud franchise. Going back to the days of uh, Walt Frazier, Willis Reed, Dave DeBush, and all those guys in the seventies, mm-hmm. um, New York was very proud. And then, of course, then when they win the lottery, they get Patrick Ewing and they help build that squad up in the nineties or whatever. Um, I think New York, as far as history goes, I think that's a that's a big following for the NBA, and I, I hope it does continue. But at the same time, like they have to start winning. Yep, that do. When it comes down to it, right now for them, they just have to start winning. They have to do something with that roster and just with that franchise. Mm-hmm. James Dolan. Yes, James Dolan. He's I mean, got to go. What? He has to go. One yes, way or James another, James Dolan has to go. That everyone knows that, and he knows it. But instead, he just kicks everyone out. That's what he does with it all. Um, yeah. And you and he wonder and he wonders why they are where they are right now, right? That a guy that doesn't even really care um, about basketball, he just cares about owning stuff. That's what it feels exactly. like. Exactly. Yep. Uh, so, um, going back to swinging back to the social media part, um, do you think who uses? Uh, the social media the best though teams players or the league penny uh i would say it's a combination of teams and players and Team depending player. on the players that utilize their platform well and does the player bring more fans to say the nba or does the nba bring more fans to the players to more no the players bring more players. fans to, to the nba Players. I agree. I think I think it is the players. The players, the, the players either make them make it fun to follow them, 
or they're just they're just boring to follow. So it depends on their activity and what they post. But what what also helps in that in that regard is that you need to have some players who are villains who are not well liked. Right. That also draws interest as well. Kevin Durant. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, Joel Embiid, just because he's the think he's the biggest troller of the league. No, Kevin Durant has you think that. Kevin Durant has that he, award. But Embiid, Embiid is up there. Durant also, but um, hmm. I I think I think Embiid would probably get Durant to run for his money just because what the some of the outlandish things he says. Like for instance, he said he was the best big man in the league. Right. And then I watched some of the games he plays or whatever. Like, um, are you sure about that? He's a guy that really <laughs> picks and chooses really when he really wants to play. Right. He's a guy that he, I agree, like I admit he's a great player. This is coming from someone a little bit biased since I'm a cat fan. I'm a Towns fan, so that mm-hmm. those are guys that always go at it. But mm-hmm. when you can't even play two thirds of a season, um, that's a problem. Yeah, and even then, you there are nights where you're just beating up everybody. You're getting 34 points, 18 rebounds, and you'll get four blocks. Well, then the next game you're going to get 18 points, eight rebounds. And then a couple turnovers and maybe a block. Like he, he's still a great player, but he's a real pick and choose, and he's, uh, he's got no endurance. He gets right. no stamina. No which, stamina. Yeah, which in my opinion, he's not gonna last long in the league if he continues doing that. No, I, I see him, ten years in the league, eleven years. Oh, you're giving his, you're giving him too much. He his speed <laughs> right. <gave> him out. <laughs> you're being generous. Well, I mean, he, he is a talent that I do appreciate. The personality, right, yeah. I don't care for it. But right. that's on me, not on him. Right. Uh, but with a guy his size, the way he plays, but with the foot injury history that he has with it, like Timberwolves had a player, Nikola Pekovic, a couple of years ago. Oh yes. Yes, Big Peck, the Godfather. God, I miss him. He was, <laughs> he was one of the. It was, Shaq even said, if there was one guy that could have ever outmuscled him in the league today, it was Nikola Pekovic, and he was a player not meant to play basketball. He was a player, a person that was meant to be like the world's strongest man competition because he couldn't run. And because of him not being able to run right, he kept on hurting his feet. And since he was so large, okay. it kept on just getting worse and worse. And he had to end his career after seven years. Which is and, a shame, too. Uh, I remember I was reading an article. We were 41 games into the season, and he was saying how he had switched to yoga. And then he had never been this healthy and long in his entire basketball career. And then three games later, he broke his foot. Wow. Large guys in the league, not supposed to, if you have a foot injury, Yao Ming, foot injury, that's what's all. Oh, goodness. Granted, that was because his foot was squished in shoes his entire life, pretty much. Oh, man. That's what happened with him. But that is not social media. That's about people's feet. We gotta Good wrangle point. this back in. We gotta wrangle this one back in far. Um, so besides like the players and teams and stuff, are there like 
do coaches or like GMs do their social media things really matter, Jamal? Um, they do matter. However, I'm, as I'm pretty sure as everybody has seen, um, you don't really see GMs or owners or coaches for that matter be on social media as much as the players because players are basically interacting with fans and fans, although sometimes whether they agree or disagree with a coach's decisions, whatever you, you'll, you'll see it all the time on social media. Like sometimes they'll either give them all this great praise or the, all this criticism nonstop. And I don't think that coaches, coaches, GMs or owners, they want to hear all that. They don't. So as far as it mattering, it's little to none, honestly. What about you, Penny? Um, I think it matters, but I see more coaches on social media. Uh, college, a lot of coaches have their, their social media page, and also the WNBA. They interact a lot with the fans, but not as much on the NBA side. You don't see a lot of GMs or coaches interacting. Because I'm just thinking, the other day, so I'm sure in your guys' respective areas they're showing repeat games on like the local channels of some of the mm-hmm. best games season for your teams um one of the a couple of days ago uh our president uh, gerson Ro- rosas he was live tweeting one of the i think it was a game against the clippers that we had this year yeah it's against the clippers where we beat them um with a healthy Kawhi and Paul George. And so he was live tweeting that game. And he was telling, he was tweeting about moments that he felt during the game where he was just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is working and stuff right after a big trade. But um, I thought that was cool. But at the same time, I was like, does really, how many people actually follow you, Rosas? I feel like that would almost be like, he had, he follows more people than follow him. So good. Yes, that is true. <laughs> Follower instead of a follow, being the one followed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thinking about some uh, the burner accounts again, going back to that, I just came up with an idea. Uh, how many players do you think really have burner accounts, Jamal? Do you think that it's not just like Kevin Durant stuff? Do you think multiple players have a burner account? I believe they do, and I think you have at least a a good handful of um of players who do. They just don't um they have either haven't been caught or they just haven't public- <laughs> publicly acknowledged it. Like, how did Kevin Durant get caught? Do we know, or was it just he was that bad at it? He was probably bad at it, and plus he got because I think what happened he had gotten to this very big um argument with a teenager. About him oh, going God. to go, go right, going to Golden State and winning those two titles. I think that's how this all started. You don't talk smack with a teenager, especially on, on Twitter. Media. You don't do that. You're gonna lose. Oh God! Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can do that with a 14 year old. You know who I see uh, with a burner account? Uh, Perkins. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Why does his opinion now all of a sudden matter, matter? for everything? Because he's on the media side now. I but and he used to play with Durant. Right, but sure. now he's not. But now he has to talk, like because he's a media member now. So 
He just he always rips on the Timberwolves for some reason. I have no idea. <laughs> on a Timberwolves page I'm a part of, Perkins is always finding a way to be like, no, screw them. It's not even saying like, oh, they're bad at this or whatever. It's like he's got some vendetta against us. Uh-huh. I don't know why. And it makes me really frustrated because all I'm hearing is him. He's... He's the only person that talks about the Timberwolves. That's one thing. He's the only one on big media outlets. So Kendrick Perkins out of nowhere. He, <laughs> but he have a burner account. I feel like he'd be another one that wouldn't need the burner account, though. I feel like he'd just yeah. call someone out right away. Yeah. I oh, think, yes, I, I think he would. I think James Harden would has another one. Yeah, definitely. He has another one. Ever since he had that little, his little patented step back thing. Now that's that's a hard one to follow. I don't know if that's a travel or not. But which I think it I travel. think it is a travel. It is a travel. Travel, and he the, never the, ever. Reasons will call it. Yeah. Someone defended it to me was it's like he's gathering up for a layup, but instead of going towards the hoop, he's going away back, from the hoop. Back, yeah, he's going away from the hoop. Yeah. That's, Which, a trap. that's what I thought. I was like, I thought you take those two steps going towards the hoop. But they were like, no, it's just he's just going in a different direction. I'm like, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> it's <But> not. <laughs> James Harden broke the system. That's what he did. That's what he think he did. But he, everybody knows he travels. Do you think that's a move that stays around, his blatant travel move that stays around, or is it just he's getting away with it now because it's him? Yeah, he's getting away with it. He, he is. And I, honestly, I'm surprised the league has let him get away with it. Yeah. Because if this was back in the 90s, they were they would call that every single time. Yep. Do you think that, okay, tying that with social media, do you think if the league went too hard on, say, like James Harden for that, do you think there would be a bite back from the fans to the NBA? Hmm. I think mm-hmm. a, probably a little bit. And I, I say that because the casual NBA fan wants the game to be played within the rule set. Like, yep. as, long, like as long as it's within the rule set, like, okay, the fans are like, okay, just go ahead and play. That, at least that's how, that's how I look at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very, that's because once you start throwing that for, like you said, the casual NBA fan, maybe, or even just the a person that occasionally catches it, like my parents, they watch basketball with me occasionally. But when you see someone throw out this new move, like the this step back thing, my parents, they really, my parents, James Harden's their least favorite player. Their least favorite player by far, <laughs> probably almost ever, because <laughs> of smart that people. Move, <laughs> him always going to the free throw line. <laughs> parents will just be sitting there, my dad will be like, that's not basketball. Just thank you. The free throw line and shooting three pointers. That's not basketball. And then I'll be like, well, that's just the league today. And he's like, well, it shouldn't be. And yeah, I, like, I, I like your dad, man. I well, the thing is, though, 100% agree with him. He, it wasn't until like I started watching basketball and getting into it when I was like 12 and stuff that he started watching and stuff. So it's just. I thought it was funny where he's just like, that's not how it's supposed to be. And I was like, you you don't even know for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but so when 
who who gets affected more when they have bad press, the NBA or the player? Oh, player, without a player, doubt. players. I guess because 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 here's the thing: you ha- they have they get it from it's bad enough because they get it from the media, they get it from the fans, they get it from possibly um, whoever supporting them, whether right. it's the crowd and all that stuff. So the players are they're facing all this constant haggling. And it's not, it can't be just for one single game, especially come playoff time. It's it doubles, maybe even triples, depending on who the player is. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're on that big time show. And yep. Uh, so, spe- yeah, speaking of playoffs, we're bringing, segueing to that. Um, do you think that's a rise in fan, uh, extra likes and fan followers? During the playoffs, uh, Penny, do you think that's a yes. spike? For oh just, yeah, most definitely. Primarily for the league or players? The players. You think? Well, I'll say both, are? both. Yeah, because that's where the real excitement comes in during the playoffs. That's when everybody's gonna start watching basketball. That's Would where you, players make their money in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Would you say beginning of season or beginning of playoffs? brings the more followers and subscribers and likes to the league beginning or playoff time playoff time you think playoff time what about you jamal yeah. same playoffs because um like i said the playoffs are where players are made or broken come april may june time frame and especially when when you got basically the not just the country but the whole world is watching when it comes to playoff time very true that they're the, the that whole world concept coming from that social media that's that change that throws a huge curveball with it. Um, mm-hmm. But I just think beginning a season like it's after the off season. There's new players on new teams. Uh, the excitement of not having any like um, no NBA basketball uh, going for so long. Not gonna, not gonna say no basketball for you there, Penny. We know WNBA is there holding strong <laughs> for basketball. I'm not gonna, no WNBA. But this, the itch for the NBA. You can only watch so many hardwood classics in the summer, from like 2002. Mm-hmm. So I, I could see that the beginning of the season with the buildup for it, I could see a, a boom of more followers. But yeah. I can get the playoffs because intensity playoffs. Just in any sport, playoffs are just, it's a time to watch. Yeah, it's that middle, that middle of section that it gets kind of boring. The beginning is very exciting. The playoffs are very exciting. But that middle is like, to me, is kind of boring. Watching regular basketball and then. What time of year would you say, Jamal, is the NBA most saturated with social media content? I would I would say probably um, I'll give you two sections. So definitely definitely the playoffs, but I also want to um, say All Star Weekend. That's what I was thinking. Yep. Just because you're if you go on Instagram, like say dunk contest, you're gonna see everybody's four, watching. Four pages are gonna just be the repeat of the game winning or like the yeah. the game dunk, not the game dunk, round winning dunk. Or they're just gonna constantly go over the three point contest. Or go through the skills challenge. Mm-hmm. Just I can almost see just those three days alone could cover almost an entire NBA season. Yeah, very true. At least, just 
Is it good content, bad content? It's a mix. Some of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so think right now, I think we can segue into our fast break questions for this week. Who's a player that you wish would back off social media? That I wish would back off? Yes. Hmm. I would probably say I would probably say Kyrie Irving. I say I say him because some of the things like especially most recently that I've that I've heard the earth is flat. I'm a, I'm an right. I'm a um and I'm an improving leader or what or whatnot. And just some of the things that he says like don't get me wrong, great great player. I think one of the best talents we have in the NBA. But some of the things he says on social media, it, it makes you scratch your head. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, for real. Um, Penny, that's, that's, probably the, that's probably the best I could put it. <laughs> Penny, switch it over to you. Who do you, who do you wish would be a little bit less on the social media and the NBA? Well, you probably know my answer, Kevin Durant. Kevin only, Durant. Yeah. Only because he can be annoying at times on social media. Just going back and forth with teenagers like that. It gets annoying at some point. I'm like, come on, Durant. Yep, you are arguing with teenagers. Yep, they're 14. You're an adult. Come on, get over yourself, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so then, uh, next question, Jamal. Which past player, any decade spanning all the way to the 50s, which player would you follow on social media? Oh, definitely Magic Johnson. That'd be Magic the first Johnson. name I come up with. Magic Johnson. He- Yes, he would be. He would be one of the first fo- um, first ones I would follow because just the his, not only his style of play but his interaction with people. You would always get a good laugh with Magic Johnson, no matter what the discussion might be. So he would be the first one I would think of. Got that perfect smile. Yes, it's too perfect. <laughs> his teeth look like chiclets. <laughs> <laughs> so big and white. <laughs> God, no. That's a good one. Teeth. Don't mean that in a bad way. I'm jealous of those teeth, but <laughs> Penny, how about you? Oh, uh, let me see. I have three. Uh, Barkley, uh, Rodman, and Glenn Rice. Glenn Rice, okay. Yeah. Three oh, players that will interact that will interact differently with fans, but are fun to follow. Okay, I see that. Uh-huh. I'd have to throw, I'm going to throw my new player in. I'm going to go with Dr. J because he was the guy that, one of the first guys that brought like this cool, suave demeanor to the league. And oh, yes. I feel like he'd be a real fun one. He's the one that had the interesting outfits and everything. So he was paving that road way before Russell Westbrook and James Harden started <laughs> on putting that, we pieces agree. of fabric on them. Uh-huh. And then, uh, Last question for this week. Oh, let me just find it again. Um, and Dr. J does have Instagram, by the way. He's got Instagram? Yes, he does. Yeah. Oh, boy. Go follow him, Taylor. Perfect. I'm going to have yeah. to follow that. I'm going to have to follow that one then. Yeah. It's just a bunch of him doing highlights of dunks that he's done, except at the age of like 68. How old is he? <laughs> I think he's around 68 because they made a documentary about him a couple oh, yeah? years ago. And he was 63, and they showed a clip of him dunking still. So the man still, the man still got it. Yep. Uh, 
And last one, uh, who would, I don't remember, did I ask this at the beginning? I asked a lot of questions at the beginning. Uh, which player that you love wish would be on social media more? Penny. Let me see. Well, my favorite player of all time is Penny Hardaway. He is on social media, but he's not very active. And is he's not very fun to follow. But oh. I would love but I would love to see him be more active. And uh, uh, uh Jamal, what about you? Past pl- present players that have social media, who would you wish that would be on social media more? So I will I will agree with uh, with Penny. Um I love I love the idea of Penny Hardaway, but my pick I would like to see K, uh, KG, Kevin Garnett. I would like to see him more. Yeah. he. I follow him on Instagram and Twitter, and he barely puts things out. Yeah. I want to see the big ticks. T-I-X, everyone. <laughs> big ticks. I follow mm-hmm. him. Yeah, we can get Let's get him the bump that he has no idea about. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's free <laughs> advertisement for him. I expect a, Has to expect be. a call from his agent for that bump right there. Uh, <laughs> Okay, well, we got the question, and then we talked a little bit of social media, went off track, as we usually do. Yeah. Um, tried our best with it today. We appreciate Jamal coming in last second, coming in, giving his fun takes. Uh, Penny, always great to have you here, as always. Jade, she will be back soon. No worries about her. She's all great, just has her own things going on. But, okay. Well then, see you next time, Hardcore Honey listeners. Yeah.